There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Well, if this isn't going to put things in perspective this morning, I don't know what is. Blues and Islanders tonight. Wow. Mm-hmm. Makes me think differently about hockey, for sure. Enough me. Wow. That's not easy, is it? You know what's happened to Ella Reese? She on Poppers? No, that was the last segment. Sorry. No, that was Polo Papadillo? Papadopoulos? Polo Prosperi. I feel like I've done a pretty good job controlling the show this week, and then I just, it just, mm-hmm. it just like that, it just had a bad <laughs> ending, and my ear is skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the next thing I know, I'm just like, oh, here's my buddy. It's like one of those spring-loaded toys Instagram. that got out of the can and can't, can't get it back yeah. in. You wound it up, one of them, but like you got to wait till the, mm-hmm. you know, the winding ends. Yeah. Someone shook up a bottle of fizzy soda, and yeah, it's out. <laughs> It is the morning after. It is presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan, uh, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, and Darren Atkins in the studio. Uh, in the Horton Watkins studio is, uh, is a gentleman by the name of Jackson Bennett Burkett. i got to be honest with you. Tommy said just lock the door when he's late because he's tired of the oh, really? late if he did. So I, Are you going to do, do that? that? Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess we take a vote. <laughs> so, I mean, really, door? what's the deal with that? Why don't we give him and one go, more warning? We'll give him a warning this hour, and if he's late after the next break, then he'll lock. be locked out. All right, is I that fair enough? I think that's re- I think that's okay. reasonable. So at right. the punishment, he gets to miss an hour because at that yeah, because at that point it's it's a reward. Right. That's how the lazy think. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't sweet. have to work. Great. Hmm. Uh, well, uh, Doug, Katie is not. Ha- you know, Katie's a girl, of course, in the YouTube chat, and she's okay. not happy that I shaved the beard. Jackson's really not. I think Jackson might be more upset about it than anybody. Looks like it's coming back. I think I shaved this morning. No. I see stubble. Yeah. Um, but I shaved it within the last couple of days. Yeah, I guess oh, it just grows sure. back quickly. Okay. Yeah, I miss it. Yeah, my wife really didn't like it. That's fair. I mean, what am I going to do? Yeah, no, I mean, you made the, the right call. But Katie, does, Katie wants it back. And, you, and we know Katie is a beautiful woman in the YouTube chat, right? What if I get like a petition going and then bring it to Anna Marie? All right. Like, hey, I got ten thousand signatures here that the beard needs to come back. Yeah, and see what see what kind of momentum that gets. Could you have like half the side of your face has a beard, the other half doesn't? <laughs> so she Which can one? Just look the one that's actually properly symmetrical. Whichever side of the head she likes best. I think the left side's better. Okay. If the left is better, let let that. Be shaved so no. she can be happy. No. And then let the the rest of the grade unwashed see the, the bad part of the head that's got the beard on it. Okay. 
I think that make I, any I, that's sense. a great compromise. Mm-hmm. That's a grand bargain. Mm-hmm. I thought I heard the door. I was about to let Iggy know that... Uh, He's probably um, dealing with the auditors. Not even upstairs yet, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Don Peepy says, no one's more mad than me. And he won the mm-hmm. Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month for January. And Don Peepy, I mean, he kind of runs things, doesn't he? He's mad ab- about what? The beard? Me uh, shaving my beard oh. while away on vacation. Okay. Okay, Ooh, now he's back. There's a ruckus back. out there. Oh, now Ken's he's growth. back. Gregor. Gregor who? Okay, grab the mic. Okay. We were talking about Stevie Nicks. Okay. Well, we we heard you've been warned that we should lock the door if you're late. Who said that? Well, one of the management types here. Who? Uh, Tommy. Did he really say that? Yes, he did. Swear on my mother's life. When was that? Uh, Two days ago. (laughs) I guess I better start coming in. Okay. (laughs) So we gave you the, uh, the, the birth on this one. You came in late. But we decided... Per his orders, we better start locking the door. Yeah, it was more of a bit now, but I'll stop. All right, there okay. it is. I guess that's it. All right, bit. Uh, Bourbon snob uh, says the gambling and porn's okay, but the beard has to go. I guess this is. Uh, the, the gambling thing. I've gotten a few emails for QFTA about a gambling addiction, and I have to tell you, I mean, for real, if I, if I felt like I had a gambling addiction, I would tell you, I don't really gamble much. Dead serious about this. But but clearly there's a portion of the audience that thinks that, and I don't. Uh, I so I, I have to respect that they think that. I can tell you it's not the case, but uh, I wonder why they think that. I, I, if anything, I would tell you that I observe numbers more for interest than for ooh I gotta put money on that. It just I just. It's the best way to see how a game could go out because Vegas has a vested interest in making sure those numbers are pretty right. You know. So if a game's even money, it's like it really is a coin flip as opposed to something else. Odds are very important because Vegas doesn't want to lose money. No, oh, so I mean, I just, I just don't bet that much. It's, it's, my, my reasoning actually is for if I were to lose even a, an amount of money that's you know, not that significant, it would irritate me more than if I won that same amount would make me feel a high, a reward. You know what I mean? I think that's mm-hmm. with most people. That's why they do it. Just the, the thrill that you sure. could win some money. So then it's like, I'll bet something that kind of doesn't matter, and then it's like, oh, that's fun. Like, I had I bet Day last, Jason Day last week, to win that thing, and he was the leader after day one, and I think t- tied for second or third after 36 holes. I knew he'd fold up. He's just kind of that... He moved that into mental. fourth on Sunday, and then... Fell back. Um, but I also bet him top five, top ten. And it was just like, I don't know what they were. They were it's immaterial if I lose it. But if, but what is material to one person is immaterial to another. But either way, I'm not going to bet something like, oh, crap, what happens? And then if I happen to hit on some stupid-ass long shot, then it's like, oh, I'll mess around with that. And just it's, it's really just a way to entertain. Yeah. God, I do not. I fear a buddy of mine I saw uh, a couple days ago and there was an article in the Wall Street Journal actually about uh, gambling addiction and the accessibility of all this gambling Um, and uh, and I'm telling you I mean I've never been addicted to drugs never really messed around with anything other than smoking uh, weed but I, I, I fear a gambling addiction more than a drug addiction and I'm not trying to you know, then somebody will say, oh, that's not right, or an alcohol addiction. I just, I feel like that is 
I guess maybe because that's something I'd be more familiar with as far as gambling, and I haven't messed around with hard drugs or ever gotten addicted to booze. But, woo, I feel like that's just like... Oh, you hear the stories. Guys that lose college funds with their kids. They just can't stop. They try to get their money back, and, you know, they lose everything, lose their house, they lose their job. I never got to that point. I never even get close to that point. I only bet if I, I... I do it basically for fun. Like, if I make bets other than DraftKings, I, I call my bookie and make, like, a three-team $25 parlay bet. If I win, I win 125 I lose, I lost 25 I mean, that's stupid gambling, but it's just for fun. I get excited if I win 8 bucks in DraftKings. Tim, you spend less than 1% of your life thinking about gambling, but on the show there are references every day, so they extrapolate that to your personal life. It's none of their damn business! And this is coming from someone who is a compulsive gambler. That's from Danny Tanner. Huh. I don't know. That's fine. It comes with it. Like I said, you know what I say, Doug? What? The cost of doing business. Sure. Sure. Cost of doing business. And it's fine. It's just, in this particular case... It's just wrong, but but it's not like it's like one guy. I, I get a good amount of these emails for QFTA, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, wow, people must really think I have a gambling problem. I know that I don't, but 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 whatever I'm doing and saying on the radio makes it sound like I do. So I wonder why that is. But whatever. I mean, I'm not, yeah, I, I guess if I had one, I'd be concerned about it. But I know that I don't. I don't really even gamble that much at all. No, if they said you like to gamble, it'd be true, but you say you have a problem with it. That's... I don't even know if I really like Because, again, it, it, like I, I wound up, I guess I wound up being slightly profitable, like winning $20 last week, I guess, when it was all said and done on the Jason Day thing. But I didn't really care. But if I would have lost, like, the $200 I had in on the bet, I would have been really pissed, as opposed to if I would have won $200, I would have been like, oh, sweet, we go in Sizzler, you know? <laughs> We go in Sizzler? Yeah, White Man Can't Jump. Is that 1992? I don't know the 1993? years. 1993, and I believe uh, it was Wesley Snipe talking to Kadeem Harris. Uh, Rosie Perez in the shower. And Rosie Perez Gosh, was in the shower. And that, that was, was that the Stooky Brothers? Stooky I Brothers. don't know who it was. I know we sizzling. <laughs> One way to look uh, at thanks. gambling is that millions of people nationwide will happily spend hundreds of dollars to go to a sporting event and just watch it. So I guess it shouldn't be too surprising that people will spend that same money to try to make more money off the sporting event. You can still watch the game. Well, there's people like that. There's people who bet like a million dollars to win 75000 on a huge favorite because they got the money to spend. If they lose, they don't give a crap. They're worth like $100 million. Right. But I'm saying if you drop $100 on a ticket to go to a game, you don't get anything back for that. Well, so this is interesting here, and I, I this this may lend itself to why I have this feeling regarding the gambling addiction, even though I think in my life I've been lucky that uh, I haven't gotten, I guess maybe like for spurts back like in college, but um, the gambling addiction is the worst one you can have. It's the one vice you can engage in and not get the hit you're looking for. That's from Danny Tanner. That's 100% right. Yeah, I think there's something to that, Plowhawk. Because you're, you know, I mean, you're chasing the high, like every, like you always hear about, you know, you're never going to be as high the first time you did X, whatever drug it is. But at least with that, you're still getting some sort of dopamine rush. Now, maybe placing the bet itself in the dopamine rush for the gambling addicts, I would think the winning would be the, the real high, but I don't sports gamble and hardly gamble in general, so I wouldn't know. Remember when they first opened the casinos on the boats? You had to be 
close to water, water, and they started, like, digging moats and building it. Mm-hmm. But when they first started that, they had a rule that you could only lose, I think, $400. Yeah. Because you had to get a voucher. And oh, you got yeah, there was, there, was, there was a cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were done because they were so afraid that this is going to turn people into addicts and they're going to lose all their money. That lasted about a year. But for me, I'm also the, in the same boat of people should spend their money. How I mean, I realize it's an addiction, and you need, you know, if it is a, a problem, get help. But I think no, there shouldn't be a limit because you shouldn't limit to what people can spend their own money on. It, I, it, as terrible as it is, and spending your mortgage payment at the blackjack table as, a, as opposed to feeding your family is terrible, but you still should be able to choose what you do with your money. It's hard to protect people from themselves. Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like a, kind of that process of elimination, kind of Darwinism. I think my guess is some people mistakenly assume every time you talk about odds on a given game that you have money on it. That's from the 314. Yeah, maybe there's something to that. I don't know, whatever. I mean, it's, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's something that I noticed, and it's not just like the, the obsessive hate listeners... These are people who, you know, like, you know, do you, do you have a problem with gambling? I mean, it's, it's not asked like that, but like, you know, the gambling thing, is that something that, you know, you worry that you have an addiction? I go, God, if you like looked at my account, you'd go, I bet like maybe once or twice a week and they're like little 25 or $50 golf bets for the hell of it. Um, so I'm like, well, that's completely wrong, but it's not one person saying it. So I'm wondering why that is. So maybe that text right there was... Uh, uh, helps explain it. Anyway, Doug, the, the bottom line is Vianney's mm. hottest mom is on the line, and this is yet another is female right? for this phone-centric Thursday, in which you can be. call in 636-9004-TMA. Good morning, Vianney's hottest mom. Hey, good morning, guys. See, it's a guy. Uh, I knew it. Effer. Well, I tricked you. Yeah. <laughs> I tricked you. God, that was yeah, so you, creepy you and so awesome. Jackson, too, who sent it to us that the Vianney's hottest mom is on the line. I love that, Jackson. Could you imagine being that mature at 24, 25? I'm telling you, you know what, Vianney's hottest mom? You couldn't be more right on target. I was looking across from him, Doug, during, I think, uh, hour seven of yesterday's QFTA, and I thought to myself, here's a guy who has lost, I guess, 25 pounds. I didn't even know he had 25 pounds to lose, but he did over the last year. He was doughy. His hair is now thick and lush. He's... 6-1, the ladies love his style. He could be, he could be banging him two at a time, mm-hmm. but he's a man in love. This guy's got it all going, and then he walks down the hallway to 101 ESPN, and he taunts them mm. and says, I love the association, and I care little about your game on ice. Does it every day. Gosh, and gets away with it. He does. Thanks, fellas. Feeling gassed up. Yeah. He's a self-confident guy. He is. I and he's so I, mature at I 25. I just set up with him, but, you know, mm. obviously I have sons at Vianney. Have you? We'll send them my way. No, not really. No. Hey, I was walking around the other day, and I saw <laughs> a new BMW <laughs> X5 with the model name Alpina. And it uh, oh, really? made yeah. me think of Alpina. Do you guys ever talk to him? Yeah, I, I do. You know what? He texts me a, uh, just like last month, I think, actually. You talk with him, Plow? Oh, yeah. When I was looking for a house about a year and a half ago, I think, uh, I was uh, using him to kind of show me around the ropes. Love Alpina. Great guy. He gave us the drop. Want to talk about golf? Yeah. That's right. He gave us some good ones. I love, mm-hmm. I love that dude. Sports Talk Radio is supposed to be about sports. Yeah, that's the best one because it's obviously accurate. <laughs> it's essentially a text that Jackson and I get every day from 10 to 11. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, in real estate. And, we, and I guess we were talking about average home prices going up on the show when he texted in. He's a good guy. 
Uh-huh. A lot of people who have been on this show kind of stay of... with this show, Doug. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? No, a lot of them get smart and go to other industries. Well, I'm entirely. talking about like they leave the they, they leave the show. Yeah, that's correct. But they still listen Keep to the listening. show. So like the Nonling and Prod Joe and Alpina. Mm-hmm. We saw Jeff Ablin who came in last week and right. two weeks ago and talked about. What did he give you? A sash? That's ah, sitting right there. He yes, he sash. did. Yeah, for my hair. Yeah. Uh, what else is going yeah, on now here? Viani's uh, hottest mom. Well, well, thinking about Alpina made me think of a potentially fun, not super original idea for your 20th anniversary. What if you kind of had, uh, similar to a uh, Seinfeld finale, what if you had all the characters who participated in the show over 20 years kind of come in at different points and sit down and catch up and share what they're up to and uh, and tell old stories? It's not a bad so, idea. Know. As a matter of fact, in uh, one of the sales meetings, that that idea was brought up. So you're, you're a sharp, Viani's hottest mom. Yeah, you should hire me. Um, but yeah, that was that was my only idea. Okay, That's not a I bad got. idea. Yeah, how about that, Doug? Let me ask you this: What are you wearing? I am wearing. I'm actually matching today. I'm wearing Adidas sweats and an Adidas workout shirt. I'm oh. gonna go to the gym here at lunch. Oh, very hot. Okay, strike life. Yeah, I didn't hear it. Yeah. He uh, said stripe life. I hope you guys have a good day. Okay, well, thank you. It's Vianney's hottest mom, Doug. So many women right, calling in today. <laughs> Sometimes they used to call it Vianney. Is that right, really? Yeah. Kind of a St. Louis twang to it. All yellow lighting in their gym. The gym looks like gold. It is very yellow. Yeah. Good court, though. Is it because the floor is so yellow? I think that, and I think that the, the bulbs themselves are a little yellow. I haven't been to see uh, Walsh play yet. Have you seen him play? Mm-mm. Coach's son oh. who gets 30 points a game yeah, or so? he's a bucket. He'd be good for, like, Lindenwood, I feel like. Like, you're like he, someone, somebody says, he's a bucket? I <laughs> know, I don't like that. I had that. a feeling you wouldn't like that. Well, yeah, Lindenwood's is D one these days. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't know. Maybe is he not Mizzou or St. Louis U capable? I don't know. I gotta tell you what. Watch Nick Kern. Sorry to interrupt. He's a player. Illinois just absolutely blew the game against Penn State. One of the worst losses I've ever seen. That was tough. Nick Kern's a player. That dude is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They stormed the court last night. They sure. I mean, I watched that game and I can't say anything. But Penn State just absolutely should not be twelve and fourteen. I cannot believe that team's good. And Illinois just gave an eight-point lead with 35 seconds to go. Mm. But local product Nick Kern balled out, had like 24 in the second half. Ball in. Where is he from? What high school did he go to? I thought Vashon, but I could be wrong. That I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. Well, they're all Illinois players. <laughs> but I love seeing local kids like that shine. He killed it. You can uh, send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling meal of the day. It comes your way at uh, approximately 945. Jackson and I will deal with it down the hallway. Jackson, it's, it's a Thursday. Uh, what do we have for the people? Uh, today will be a little Thursday thoroughfare. Just, uh, you know, bring Gosh, heat. Nothing again. <laughs> <laughs> nothing again. And then uh, I have a sound story at 1130. Maybe we will have time for a, a quick-hitting QFTA. But is there really such a thing as a quick-hitting QFTA? You can send your emails in for uh, the Tim McKernan Show podcast, T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N, at Inside. STL.com. And uh, there is your captain's log for today. Uh, Dotem, uh, Doug, sent in an email yesterday, oh. but it was an audio email, and we didn't get a chance to play it. But I know you said you wanted to hear it in the 8 o'clock I hour. I so here, here you go. I normally don't get too excited when my father-in-law calls me and invites us over for supper. <laughs> but he said he spent the whole morning topless on the Merrimack River. And he caught a fish so juicy that I just needed to taste it for myself. Huh? Mm-hmm. 
When I entered his double wide, he ushered me into the bathroom to help him put the final seasonings onto his dish. He lifted the seat to the toilet and scraped a few crispy shrubs from the rim into the pungent boy stew that had been injecting flavor into the meat for the last six hours. I didn't see any logs floating. That asparagus broth is uh, unbelievable. Come over, I'll spray you with some. You filthy boy slut. Ah! Bill began to crown. My chest began to brown. You know what you ought to do, Rich? You ought to get your own show on 590 The Man. Are you man Are you man enough, sir? Well, absolutely. Of course I am, fellas. But is the station man enough to man up and put the man on the station? Doug? Mm. The deeper I go, the deeper he moans. Mmm. Mmm. Think about it, Doug. That comes from... Bryce Chandler Hill, <laughs> a.k.a. God. Tunnels 12,000. Would you like me to take off my boy panties? No. Gosh. He sent us that yesterday? Yep. Yeah, we have an audio issues in terms of the sound card. They're unable to play it, but well worth the play. Yeah, we played it on 101, but I, I wanted to make sure we also played it here. You did get a chance to play it. Jamie that. Rivers wanted it. And yeah. We need more he of those. He could break that story. <laughs> Who would sit at home and edit that together? What kind of a man would There are definitely that? editing going on. Rich and Marilyn Heights. That's an old did one. Did not see that one coming. <laughs> yeah. I would have never guessed that part of it. Yeah, where do you find those calls? That, that I have co- no idea. That's a, I that's think a we one. have a best of of him, of that. Not his show. I remember his show. What didn't it last a week? And like after ten minutes on I the first show, I believe it was a show, weekend. Yeah. I think it was a weekend. He ran out of hot. He takes. ran out of hot takes. Real nobody quickly. called in, and yeah. he was he done. He was, taking, he was taking a break so that he could call advertisers so he could stay on the air. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know a show popping. Uh, Iggy, you sent in a video of you and Jay shooting a promo for KFNS in the '90s. Is what this uh, yeah, says I sent from that Jackson. to Jackson because I thought it was kind of cool. This is back like early. KFNS, maybe, uh, God, it may even have been KSP. I don't remember. Like, but it was a KSP. I don't know. You like, mentioned KFNS in the video. Yeah, Brad Strobinger did a, uh, used to do a show. Oh, man. Um, and Jay said he would promote it, and I really didn't know what he was talking about, but I, we did one together, and I gave the wrong answer. You can listen to how young we are. Yeah. This is Jay Randolph Jr. and Kenny Strode from KFNS Radio. Kenny, if you were going to advertise on a program in St. Louis, which would it be? Uh, probably fairways and greens would be my guess. Oh, no. Sports talk is the place to go. Well, that was my second choice. One of the best cable shows in town. That's where I'd advertise. How about yourself? You got it, and I watch it every week. All right. Be a part of sports talk. Rat-a-tat-tat delivery by the two of them. Ah, that's... Gosh. I just found it cool. That was, like, that long ago, and somebody found that. Some nice give and take. It was. Yeah. I didn't know what we were doing. You can't teach chemistry. No. How old were you at that time? Uh, I don't know. Probably... Early late thirties, maybe. Oh, so this we're going back thirty years with that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Jay looked really young, and it didn't even sound like you. No, did, sports though. talks where you go. Oh, that's my second choice. I didn't know what we were doing here. Yeah, it's delightful. Whatever it was, it was. It just popped up yesterday, and I said that. it popped up where? On my memories. Okay. We've heard that before. That's from Wedding Tackle. Well, you just heard it again. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. I enjoyed it a lot. I don't recall hearing it, but maybe Wedding Tackle has it. I don't know. It made me want to advertise, and I don't have anything to advertise. <laughs> I think it was Strobinger who did that. Brad Strobinger. 
Well, he's the one who posted it, so I don't know if... I, I think Straw would have been like 12 at the time. Because mm-hmm. he's still relative. I think he's not even 40, maybe 40. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's my age. Yeah. 47. He's doing a podcast. Oh, is he? Now. Okay. Was he doing a podcast? Yeah. He just had the, uh, who's the girl in the office from St. Louis? Not Jenna Fisher, the other one, the kind of bigger woman. Oh, Phyllis? <laughs> yeah, Phyllis. The God, bigger that was woman. Just they love to be described as well, the Jenna, bigger woman. Jenna's tiny and she's kind of taller. Just big boy. You imagine introdu- Eggie introducing her at like an award uh, show. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> the bigger one from the office. I meant tall. I meant uh, taller. <laughs> Jenna Fisher was tiny. This girl kind of towered over her. Mm-hmm. Eggie's screwing up a livery and a tail as old as time. That's from Mr. Licks. Uh, what livery did you screw up? He thinks that one I was supposed to be promoting <laughs> sports talk, and I said fairways and greens. Yeah. He said the wrong show where they should send I thought the we money. were doing something about fairways and greens. Yeah. <laughs> so did you went ahead and aired it anyway? That, or that like was when, live? On the Bonita show. I wasn't getting paid for it. We were just, he just asked, I guess he, Brad or whoever <laughs> did that, asked Jay to promote it. Right. He said, yeah, I'll do something for it. I don't even know where it went. I don't even know you could post videos back then anywhere. Now let's hear the open for Kegler's Corner, which aired at the coveted 3 a.m. to 3.35 a.m. slot on AM radio. That's from glove blogger Tom Traven. Don't make a fool of yourself. <laughs> yeah, he just did. He just did. First of all, it was on the evenings, except for Saturdays. When we went to Saturdays, it was 10 o'clock in the morning. And it was, it was the talk of the was. town. It was. It was one of the more popular shows in St. Louis yes. and around the country, actually. Mm-hmm. Maybe the most popular. The reason it lasted 20-plus years. It was a beautiful show. That's Hall- it was a perfect show. I mean, that's Hall of Fame material right there. Isn't yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Hanna, Evergreenwell Strategy, says Straubin Drew was in his class at Melville. So there you go. And I think Mark and I are right in the same age range. Yeah, so it probably wouldn't have been Straubinger's show. Maybe Straubinger just Why found it. He posted it for when Jay passed away. He found that and posted it. But yeah. I don't know who we did that for. I don't even know who did Sports Talk. I no. know Brian McKenna did Jock Talk. Yeah. I don't remember who did Sports Talk. Mm-hmm. But we promoted it. Yeah. The Morning After with Tim McKernan. <laughs> that was a nice voice. Whose voice was that? was that? He didn't make the grade, though. So this is the dubious voiceover demos. So I this prefer is when the... The cr- Frank Cusimono came to Yeah, that's what I Kirkin, like. When miss... Frank Cusimono. Welcome to the Hollywood Casino Press Box. With your host, Frank Cusimono. <laughs> How you could not use that, I don't know. Well, she got the job. You're she, missing she, a good... She got it being the voice? Yeah, she yeah, was the she voice. She was the morning after. <laughs> With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, and Jimmy the Cat Hayes. Now, here is Frank Cusimono. <laughs> That's the one you pick. She's the, she got it. And you use it with the wrong last name pronunciation. <laughs> the Morning After with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, and Jimmy the Cat Hayes. This is the Hollywood Casino Press Box. Now back to Frank Cusimono. The Morning use After it. with Tim McKernan. <laughs> that one too. <laughs> the Tim McKernan one right at the end is that little uh, Yeah, those are the ones you should use. <laughs> Who is that one that guy? That was the demo reel. I don't know. Sounded like Charlie Marlowe. That one that was guy, was just, it sounded like him. The one guy that sounded like a joke, like he thought he was going to get the job. Yeah, I don't know that that guy. The guy with the really deep voice does a lot of national stuff. Is that right? You yeah, know that voice? I've heard that voice, was yeah. Was it good enough for us, though? Not quite. That throws me back. Well, he probably wanted a lot of that. money. Boy, that'd be a great way to make a, a dollar. I agree. If you get paid well just to read a few lines every day. You do it all in your own studio. Yeah. Don't even leave Ryan the house. Back to the blue line. Hunt's taking a little look. Yeah, this guy too. Beelick, Beelick. Gives it back to Hunt. Hunt's really in close. Well, gives it to Brian. Brian, roof daddy! Oh, get the shingles out. We need to replace them as he went upstairs. And there's a hole. 
Fix it before the rain comes. Woo! See, now that's professional broadcasting. The other guys were amateurs. They were missing names. This guy was the pro. That's a pro. Mm-hmm. God, First so one was good. really exciting. Then he got a bunch of airplay and it was played all over, and now he's faking it. <laughs> I don't care. It was great. Yeah, I, I think in this You can't situation, beat the first one. He was actually oh, excited to know what to say. Oh, that one's close, though. Well, just because it wasn't as great as the first <laughs> one, it's still great. I thought we were getting him on the air. KG I think we said, get him on there? KG said he has a number. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and then nothing again, nothing again. Oh, no, that was a shot at <laughs> KG. No, but he's done it before. Had a phone number. It didn't work out, but I'd like to hear from him. You think you could get him? I don't. Sure you could. KG said he had a number. Oh. Maybe you just forgot to call him. Okay. I gotta get John Ashton to get back to me. This is birthday today, by the way. Happy birthday, John Ashton. Okay. I would like the beginning of the show to be announced as Tim McCorkin. 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 Something different every day. <laughs> Doug Vaughn. That just sounds Boston. Yeah. Just to mess up the names, I think, is interesting. Yeah, there's no, that's the only one you can mess up. You can't even mess up. There's not even an I in there. McCurkin. Where do you get McCurkin? I think the K was the bigger issue. Uh, what do we got going on here? We have a, we, did we have uh, a war on first take? Uh, no. It was just uh, kind of a, a brief moment of self-awareness from all involved. Okay. Doug J.J. Reddick, rising star. Is he a, mm-hmm. but he's not a, is he a takesmith? No, I would say he's an anti-takesmith. He's an anti-takesmith. Yeah, and his take on Doc Rivers couldn't have been more accurate if he... I'm with you, Plowhawk. Doc Rivers uh, is the most overrated coach on the planet. He's blown 3-1 leads, I think, four times. Blown 3-2 leads a couple times. He has one title with a loaded roster, and that is about it. He had uh, Garnett, Pierce, and Jesus Shuttlesworth when they uh, won in 2000. Was that 2008? I don't know the years. Young Rajon. And I love the Bucks, but I want them to lose just because I want to actually show that Doc Rivers gets his last job in the NBA. Most overrated coach in the history well, it, of sports. Is it possible he gets the jobs because the, the players like him and the management likes him? And That's fine. You blow a bunch of 3-1 leads then. Well, is it him blowing it or is the players blowing it? Oh, he'll say it, the player, because Doc Rivers does nothing wrong. But in all reality, oh, gosh, he's 100% hard. the coaching. I'm putting the idiot the mitts on. on. Just, just put him on. He's trash. All right, let's take a listen to the, see this uh, coming the with Doc Rivers. But do I believe they, if they played the Lakers in the series, who you taking, J.J.? That third rebounding team with Steph Curry, or you taking Anthony Davis and LeBron James? I don't think they're going to play each other in the playoff series. But, <laughs> JJ, you do real. JJ, if we just did a show on things that were going to probably, we wouldn't be on the air very long. That's a part of first take. You have to do hypotheticals at some point in time, JJ. Damn, you will absolute Shannon, every time you talk. Shannon, Shannon, you I know how this show works. I know how this I show do works. Yes. Of course I do. More likely, we have we have a topic which is more likely. What I don't think either is likely. Well, hell, we should have threw the topic out. We should have picked something else. Hey, Stephen you know A. Funny, I tried what to get the producer to throw what the topic out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> peace and love, peace and love, peace and love, and all is good. Hey, Shannon. Peace and love. I'm rolling yes. with Steph Curry. <laughs> Doug, there it is. Why is Shannon the- yelling? Okay. Just asking a question. Why? I don't know. If we only did stuff that's likely going to happen, we wouldn't have a show. <laughs> that was like the main. Mm-hmm. Like we yeah. have to talk so, such ridiculous things. Yeah, it's like to stay on the air. Hear normal. That hits close to home. Though. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Gotta look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thought it was a nice 
wash over you that, you know, maybe we aren't discussing things that are likely going to happen. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, we're not. Uh, send your emails in for our designer heating and cooling email. That comes your way at 945. Jackson and I dealing with a situation down the hallway called Balloon Party. That's from 10 to 11. And uh, and then uh, maybe maybe Doug a QFTA at 1230, 1245. Okay, we, don't don't, we don't know. We don't know yet. We don't know. Dr. Ben is going to just work me over at 215. This is because of the week back? Just a lot. I was saying to Jackson in the commercial breaks yesterday, I said, God almighty, I've never had a back issue, and and damn it, here it is. I've had them. I've had them. How, how'd you get them to go Chiropractor really helps. That's what really I want to see my guy. Yeah. Mm, there's a lot of stretching involved, that no. kind of thing. Yeah. Jackson, you were recommending the Theragun? Yeah, Theragun. Yeah. What, what is, is that? that done? I guess not. Uh, it's like... Uh, it was actually featured in episode three of Curb uh, this week, uh, last week. The uh, it's like a gun kind of shape, but it has like a, a little ball that shoots and pulsates and pop, 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 pop. It's right. a vibrator type of thing. It vibrates certainly, but what it, like you put it on your back and you just push it up and down, and it really it's like a self massager essentially. Huh. We got one of those uh, at the uh, Westboro member guest the first year I played Tim. How about that? You didn't get one. Um, I I guess I didn't. I don't know. Iggy, maybe I, you could give yours to Tim. No, 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 it's fine. I, I don't mine. know. I mean, hopefully I didn't, uh, I mean, hopefully it's just because of, just for the hell of it. I'm like, oh, I'll swing driver a bunch. And, you know, when you're actually playing golf, you maybe, maybe hit driver, I don't know, 12 times. So when you're, you know, taking it back and swinging it as hard as you can in a simulator, probably, I don't know, I probably hit like 25 of them in 10 minutes. That's, that's where I paid the price. Probably just tweaked a little bit. Yeah, so I just need to work it out. It feels much better today, but I still want to see him. He is—he's really good. Uh, Scott says my wife likes you with a beard. I don't know. It's a Scott. Is that Scott's wrinkle ball sack? Wrinkle ball of the sack. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if my wife doesn't want the beard, I have to respect my wife. No one's happy unless mom's happy. Nice, real nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's the way it is. Shrewsbury Seat Sniffer wants to talk about it all. Good morning, Shrewsbury Seat Sniffer. Okay. Slide over there, Plowsy. I know it's an inconvenience for you. Uh, hello, Shruzy. How's it going, gang? Fine, fine. You? I'm good. I'm actually calling. I have to use my work phone because I have that AT&T outage. Does everybody else have that problem? Yeah, I keep seeing that. AT&T phones aren't yeah, working Doug today. was talking about that in the break. Yeah, so hopefully nobody listens into this call for my work, but we'll find out later, I guess. But I had two questions real quick, or one, one comment, one question. First, you know that Vianney's hottest mom, just an interesting fact about him. Mm-hmm. Him and I went to Paris together, just the two of us, as single gentlemen. What do you think of that, Doug? I like that. Well. City of love. Uh, how old were you at the time? Oh, we were in our 20s. It was, we were well into our romantic phase, but we were single men, and we wanted to go. And I just remember, you know, you go out on a stroll at night, and then you look at the Eiffel Tower, and you look over, and there's your bald friend. And mm. you start to look better and better each night. So, <sighs> For heaven's sakes. I was going to cut you some slack as a couple college kids looking for a European no. adventure. It wasn't That's not what it was, huh? A little burgundy in you? Nope, it was not that at all. But, yeah, we went to the Yanni together, and we made it through. So we're pretty smart guys. <laughs> yeah, you have to be. You <laughs> have to write this right there. I had a quick question, though, about this, uh, the skeleton. I haven't. I don't listen to it all the way through, but I didn't know. Do you guys have any spread your legs guys stuff on there? Spready, do you remember him? You sure. 100%. I enjoyed him. Yeah. There is in there. Yeah, the, his original call 
where at one point Iggy said that he would rather give Plowsy a handy than kiss him is, uh, <laughs> is in the system. Nice. I said that? Mm. Oh, yeah. I, to be fair, it was the peak time of COVID, and it was more of a safety thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it was medicinal. <laughs> mm-hmm. What happened to him, do you think? He said he doesn't have the internet, so he couldn't make the move over. Oh, I'm not joking. That's what he told me. He said, I don't have internet access, so I can't listen to you guys anymore. Well, what does it got to do with the phone? Well, he's not going to call in if he can't hear it. Well, it doesn't have an app? No, he doesn't have the internet. On his phone? He doesn't have internet for his phone either? He doesn't have internet. Yeah, he doesn't. It's what he told me. I don't know. Yeah, well, he doesn't know where we are anyway. Mm. Yeah, I think, my, you know, my dad used to listen, and but once you guys switched to HD2, I don't think he could figure, figure can't it out. Can't find it. No, it's hard. Yeah, and plus I'm kind of glad he doesn't listen because sometimes I'll call or text in something about how cute my brother is, and I think that would really make him upset. So I have to think so, yeah. Yeah. Your brother go to Vianney, too? Oh, yeah, we both graduated. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Maybe he'd ask Pretty you big. to make out with your brother for, for oh. 400 bucks. Oh, gosh. Would, yeah, he'd probably offer a lot for that, so maybe I should. If he ever calls back in, I'll call in and we'll set that up. No, don't. Okay. Well, anyway, I got to get back to work, and I'm on my work phone. So, that's listen, nice sorry to, to bother you this morning. <laughs> okay, these island boys are doing that, which is just sick. What are they doing on Instagram now? You pop up here come the island boys, and him and his brother just sit there and make out. God, why would you watch stuff like <laughs> it, this? Well, it pops up. It doesn't ever pop up on my phone. Well, you don't follow the island boys. No, I don't. So therefore, it doesn't pop up. But that's everyone is now. They just Unfollow lean over and start them. making yeah, out with each other. Still following them? Then I don't know. Hate following us. They're just idiots. Uh, gosh. There's stuff on your phone that you hate. You can hit the unfollow button and it would be gone. This has never bothered me, but every time it comes up, it's like, what? what is it? You're just making out with your brother? What are you getting out of that except for incest? It's I, gross. I think they're technically cousins. I don't think they're... So oh, it's perfectly well, I know. I'm not... I mean, yeah. Trust I think me. they said my brother. They always introduce yes. each other as my brother. Right, but I think that they are by law cousins. They look identical. They've, they have the, the wicks and the face tattoos. Well, it's hot either way, just like Jackson's hair mm. from St. Louis Hair Restoration. It is hot. I am feeling hot. I look in the mirror every morning before I leave, and I just I, I look and I say, man, this does look better than it did maybe even a year ago. It does. It the, does. You know, and you might be in a similar situation where you look in the mirror, you're just saying, ah, oh, the hairline's moving back, thinner around the crown, I'm kind of hiding it. Don't hide it. Embrace it. Go to St. Louis Hair Restoration and do something about it. You'll go over there. Mm-hmm. They'll give you a free hair consultation. They'll take a look at your head. They're going to say what the best treatment plan for you is going forward. Mine is just taking finasteride every morning and a little laser cap for six minutes at night. You combine that together. It's about six minutes and ten seconds it takes to, for me to help my hair every day, and we have really seen progress. And if you get a treatment with St. Louis Hair Restoration, you mentioned TMA, $250 off just by saying those three little words, or letters, I should say. TMA, my treatment, very, very easy. Maybe you're in a different situation like Doug. He'll tell you it was a painless situation. Take a look at his hair. That's verticality on that quaff. Yeah. I have a lot of people now ask me, say, you think it would work for my hair? And they show me and they got a tiny little bald spot in the crown. Say, of course it would. Yeah, be a piece of no cake. No question. Be nothing. They had rather dramatic results with me. I had like Half I had baldness, and now where once there was a desert, there's a meadow, and the follicles <laughs> grow, and they flow. Look at the flow, bro. I don't know if you can see on YouTube the kind of flow I have. I have my 20-year-old hairline back. Really, I, I didn't have a hairline any better than that when I was 20 years old because I had the FUE procedure. That's where they transplant some of the hair from the side and the back of your head onto wherever you need it, and it works. People say, does this really work? It absolutely works, no doubt about it. The technology is there. It's not a question of whether it's going to work. 
it does work. So if this is something you've always wondered about, if you're tired of your hair looking bad, they've got a great resource right here in St. Louis with St. Louis Hair Restoration. You ought to go to their website, stlouishairrestoration.com, and look at some of the before and after pictures. I might be on there myself now. I haven't checked it out lately. But some of the before and after pictures are just shocking what they can do for you. So don't wait any longer. Get this done. You know you'd like to do it. At least check it out. Give them a call. See what they can do for you. There's lots of different options. You may not have to have something as drastic as I had with the FUE. Maybe something as simple as what Jackson had with the laser cap and the supplementation. Again, the website, stlouishairrestoration.com. You'll be glad you checked it out. There it is, St. Louis Hair Restoration, a wonderful sponsor here of TMA, just like Glenn Betts Jewelers. Glenn Betts Jewelers online at glennbettsjewelers.com. Work with Craig and David Betts, third and fourth generation of the Betts family. Glenn Betts Jewelers started in 1941. And at Glenn Betts Jewelers, which is in De Pere, about a mile east of the 270 in Manchester exit and De Pere, they get to know your likes, your lifestyle, and who and what you love. Those are the three L's. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally, not sold. Support the sponsors. Glenn Betts Jewelers, one of our fine sponsors here on TMA. Online at G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z Jewelers.com. That's Glenn Betts Jewelers. Com. The Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. It is 9.08 in St. Louis. If you are listening live to this program, and Doug, what percentage of the listeners do you think listen live? Listen live? Uh, 50%? I think you're probably right about the right number there. Yeah. 50, I'd say. Well, I think that's probably about right. And that, that number, I would think, might grow as people get more comfortable with HD2 signals. What about watching us on YouTube and knowing how bad of naughty sluts we are? Yeah, there's simply going to be a lot of people that can't wait for that. They're going to need it as soon as they wake up. To use us. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but they're going to want to watch. Yeah, we're hot boys. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and your emails in design, air, heating, cooling, middle of the day. Comes your way about uh, 945. Jackson and I dealing with the situation down the hallway. It's called Balloon Party, especially today with this Thursday thoroughfare. That should be really fun. And, uh, and then maybe a QFTA at youtube.com slash TMASTL. Uh, the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Your questions, comments, erotic stories, hate mail. Always welcome. Tim McKernan at InsideSTL.com. T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. That is how you can partake in the show with any question you may want to ask or any comment you may want to share. We close out our 8 o'clock hour at 9.09. This is TMA presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.